On this day, let's pray with the reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus said to them, Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty deeds done in your midst have been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would long ago have repented, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon at the judgment than for you. And as for you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You will go down to the netherworld. Whoever listens to you, listens to me. Whoever rejects you, rejects me. And whoever rejects me, rejects the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. There are many Christians who don't like to hear that tax collectors, corrupt people, and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. It's not easy to assimilate that possibility, that someone who has totally stayed from the path, someone who is despised for his or her behavior, can repent and walk alongside someone who strives day by day to be better. It's not easy to open oneself to the goodness of God, to the goodness of a God who doesn't want any of his children to be lost. We sometimes take for granted and believe that we understand and love God just as He is, but it's not that easy. Many Christians claim to love God, but they love the God of their thoughts and don't love what God loves which is very different. A great part of the conversion of our heart is the conversion of our thoughts, even if what I say may sound strange to you. I mean, our heart softens as we change our way of thinking and adapt it to what God thinks. And what God thinks is what Jesus thought, and what Jesus thought is what he said while he was among us. He expressed his thoughts and feelings. In fact, it's difficult for us to distinguish clearly thoughts from feelings. It's complicated to differentiate one thing from the other. But as we listen to what the Word of God tells us day after day, what we think and feel is confronted with the truth that helps us to shed light on those corners of our life that we wouldn't like to see illuminated. Jesus' words, which we have been reflecting on these days, should not shock us if we have experienced forgiveness, if we have fallen so low that only God's love has been able to pull us up. Only those who have received compassion are compassionate. Only those who have received mercy are merciful. Only those who have felt understood by God can understand Him. And, on the other hand, these words may shock you and even bother you if you think that somehow you are already saved, if you think that you are pure, that you are superior to others, that you are religious and look down on others. Whatever the case, let's not listen to them as if they were irrelevant. They 
are words that teach us a lot. Jesus' words fill us with hope, knowing that we will always be forgiven no matter how messed up we are. His words must help us to always look at all people with love, no matter how far away they may be. I wish to connect today's glimpse of the Gospel to what we have talked about these days. The Word of God, listened to, read and meditated every day, helps us to see the daily miracles of God's love in our lives, in spite of so much evil, so much injustice, so much sin, so much hatred, so much ambition, so much superficiality and consumerism, so much sensuality and disregard for what's essential. God is present in our midst and in spite of all this. God is present in humanity, in everyday life. Don't look for or expect anything else. When we go around all day long seeking things that surpass our capacity, deep down we don't have the capacity to meet God, and that's why we don't bear fruit, that's why our faith is empty, or no more than good intentions, but doesn't translate into concrete realities. That's what Jesus complains about in today's Gospel. Jesus was least appreciated and understood in the cities, in the heart, where he had done the most good. How many times do we act like this? How many times do we forget about God's gifts because we are busy with our own petty things, because we are flying low, unaware of everything we receive? Why is that? Those who are given the least will be the ones who will have the least demanded of them. Those who are given the most, Capernaum, Bethsaida, you and I, will be the ones who will be demanded the most. Which group of hearts will we be in? Will we be the ones who will be reproached for their lack of faith and devotion, or the ones who will be praised for having converted, for having changed? I don't know, nor does anyone know. But we do know that if we are listening to His word every day, we have a privilege that few others have. We know that we have received a great gift that we must learn to take advantage of. Miracles are always there, we just don't see them because of lack of faith or because we get used to them, due to our excessive self-love and our great ego. Today, let's pray that we may see more than what we do. Let's pray that we may see the daily miracles that are often hidden from our eyes and that we need to see again. What miracle would Jesus let us see today? Or rather, what miracles will we be able to see thanks to our humility and capacity to let ourselves be surprised? May we have a good day, and may the blessings of our merciful God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.